What is happening, happening, ladies and gentlemen? Sorry about that. Um, thank you so much for tuning in to part two. Part one with Sarah Kuretsky. And I'm going to, I always overthink your last name, I think, because I, I like butchered it in my head forever. And she's like, just t- say it like, sort of like Gretzky. Yeah, Kuretsky. Kuretsky. <laughs> and I, I keep thinking, am I going to say it wrong? Am I wrong? But anyway, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I want to say, if you watch the opening video, that is from Novi. For anybody who knows that bowl in Novi was 12 foot deep and the park in Grand Rapids. That's where that footage is from. Probably 07, 08, but I love it. It's 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 fun. I still do that stuff every weekend or as often as I can, and I love to ride my skateboard. But um, part one was amazing, you know, about growing up, uh, the family dynamic, um, getting into punk rock and skateboarding. I mean, uh, we talked about a lot, and then uh, Sarah went to Chicago, got her master's degree, and decided to come back home, and she's back in Michigan um what happens next you know you come back to Michigan your 30s are tough 30s you, are rough. You're, you're you're juggling two new humans in your life which is which is crazy yes and, and I got another master's degree <laughs> what <laughs> yes oh that ain't enough I I have to take care of two I think I'll go get more uh I did smarter. yeah so because I thought I was gonna get a PhD in art education so I got another I got a master's in art education at Eastern um, and it was great because I was a I got a full ride as a grad assistant, um, but yeah, it was freaking hard with two little kids. And then I was teaching at Eastern, and then I got pregnant with my daughter, <laughs> and so I have you know this rambunctious six year old and almost five year old and a newborn, and it just was rough, and it really was a strain on my marriage. Um, and you know we tried for like five more years and um, I was really trying to find myself so um, you know and I'd gained weight and lost weight and it was like this whole thing where I was like I didn't like myself so I would be like brownies I like brownies brownies make me feel good so I like kept on doing these things but then I didn't want people to see me because I was so embarrassed because I was used to being like this kind of athletic fit person and um, yeah like in, like in 2009, so Layla, my daughter Layla, uh, was two, I got into like health and fitness. So I became a holistic health coach. I got another like thing. So I got, became a holistic health coach and a personal trainer while I was teaching art. And um, yeah, like totally just to, to try to, to change my life to like this place where I was like really helping people. And so um, I had left teaching for a few years and got divorced. <laughs> Which, you know, Steve and I are super cool. If he's listening, hey, Steve. Steve's, like, one of my best friends, so cool. he's a great co-parent. Um, but we were just were not well-matched in, in a marriage. So, um, yeah, so I started, like, personal training and health coaching, and I loved it, and I was think I was good at it. And this is 09? Yeah, it started in 09. Um, I started working at Franklin in 2010. Uh, Franklin's an athletic club, like, right down the street from here. And, um, yeah, and I was, like, kind of doing it part-time and doing other things. And um, and then I ended up, like, taking the leap and doing it full-time. And that was 2011. And, you know, um, 2011-12. And then 2013 I got divorced. Okay. Um, yeah, so things – and then things were very – like, from 2013 until really, like, 2019, really, were, like, this crazy roller coaster for me. And yeah, we can talk about that if you want. But. Well, you mentioned um, uh, an autoimmune thing. Uh, yeah, and yeah. you haven't brought that up yet. Yes. Can you can you talk about that a little bit? Oh, 100%. So, um, 
and this might be why 30 was also really hard for me. Um, I was diagnosed with psoriatic arthritis um, when I was 30, which is really young for psoriatic arthritis. Like most people get it closer to their 50s. Um, you know, I, I had some psoriasis, but never like enough that you could tell. Like I knew I had it, but no one else really knew. Um, but I was always in pain. And like when I was in my 20s and stuff, people would be like, oh, you have fibromyalgia, you have this. And like I was just misdiagnosed for a really long time. And um, yeah, so I found out when I was 30 and um, like I have some like deformity and stuff, like some arthritis in my hands and stuff and a little in my ankles. And it, and it was challenging because again, like I always thought of myself as this athletic person, but most people who have psoriatic arthritis um, have so much inflammation that they are overweight. Like it's- Because it's, it's tough to move. It's tough to move. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and so it was that, that was part of the roller coaster with my emotions too, to be honest, was it was like I would try medicine, it felt like it was working. I would try other medicine, then I would gain weight. And it was like this, this thing and then dealing with um, you know, my kids and, um, you know, I feel always bad saying like dealing with my kids. Like I made the choice to have children. They're awesome. But like, still, they were not easy. Um, dealing with them with some of the stuff, I it just like, I kept on losing myself and not taking care of myself. And when I decided to, um, you know, get my life more in order where I was taking care of myself, I, I think I'm like a better mom now because of it. But, um, yeah, so I finally have gotten um, on the right kind of medication um, for the psoriatic arthritis. Whenever I, I see my rheumatologist, she always gives me like, like lots of compliments, which I love, um, and tells me like how great I look and how strong I am and all these things that I need because I really need like positive affirmation. <laughs> so um, yeah, so that's it's a thing, and it um, it's 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 rough, and um, you know later like. I was personal training, I think it was about 2014. Um, I didn't have health insurance and um, I was really sick. I got um, strep and because I have an autoimmune disease, it is always worse than if someone else gets it. And I ended up getting, I was hospitalized because then I had like, I was I was septic. And um, like my health really kind of took a turn and I had, I had a lot of issues again. And, and really pretty much uh, from 2000, like probably 2015, because I was like close to 2015 when that happened, 2015 to 2018, um, I gained all the weight that I had lost in my 30s and like kept it, I kept that off for like six years, uh, seven years, and then gained all that weight back and wasn't moving and was really kind of depressed. About it's crazy because anytime I've seen you, which is like few and far between, you yeah. always look the same. Like, I mean, I, you know, seriously, Yikes. like I saw you in college and then maybe at a handful of shows over the last number of years and you always look the same. So I can't even imagine yeah. uh, what that version of you even looks like or or I, I just can't. Well, and, and, and I'll be honest, like I wouldn't go out and I wouldn't see people and I wouldn't go to shows and I wouldn't do all the things that I love that give me life because I was so embarrassed by not being enough. And I don't know who I was trying to be enough for, right? you know, but like, I didn't want people to look at me and be like, damn, Sarah looks bad. Like, I don't like, you know, I'm vain, I guess. I don't know, but I'll say it. But like, I just didn't want people to think that about me because I was like, uh, I think that was a thing that I've always kind of grown up with was like your, um, your self-worth comes from how, 
good others look. perceive you. Yeah, like regardless how, yeah. how you perform, how you look physically, yes. all that kind of yes. stuff. Yeah. So um, I was like, nope, people can't see me, which then put me in like, and like, and I don't because I don't think I'm not. I don't have depression. Like I, I do not have depression, but it definitely. I had depressive episodes because because of that. And I don't know. I mean, I'm still learning about, like, um, you know, depression and when it comes to, um, you know, disease and stuff like that. Like, so sickness-induced depression. So there's possibilities that I had that. But, I, you know, once I was, like, I would, like, kind of take the reins of my life again, I could make those changes on my own. I never medicated. You know, I've been straight edge since I've known you. So, you know, there's no medication, no caffeine in my life. So, um, you know, the only medication I take is I have to take, uh, you know, my injections once a month for my arthritis. But other than that, like, it's like I have to be in really bad shape to take even Advil. So, mm. well, in 2018 slash 2019, there was a, a quite a shift. Yeah. You know, and I, I love that you just said it, you know, you took control of your own life. And on, uh, almost everything I do, I talk a lot about personal accountability, that you are responsible for you. Nobody else yeah. is responsible for you. Your successes, your failures. Uh, you know, I've seen the gutter and I chose to put myself in the gutter. Yeah. But I've also chose to decide to get out of that gutter yes. and see what would happen. And, and the greatest thing that ever happened to me in my life was being able to pick myself up. Yeah. And, and in 2018, um, you sort of went through a similar kind of transition there a little bit. Yeah, so um, I had been going through a really hard time. I lost someone um, very dear to me. Um, he died of a heroin overdose. Um, some people know him. It's Dennis Heppenstall. Um, and, you know, we dated all through high school, part of college, as, as adults after my divorce. Um, it was really it was really rough, and I, and I do think that that did attribute to some of the um, stress that makes the autoimmune uh, disease worse and um, the weight gain. Um, and after he passed away, um, I was sick, actually sick again. And um, I was like, I can't, I can't wallow in this self-pity, this pity that I've been living in as like kind of a victim. You know, we talked before about like a codependency. I, I was definitely codependent and needed people to approve of me. And, you know, and, um, I started this journey um, because I was trying, like, as a health coach already, I knew all these different ways to be healthy and lose weight and feel better. But um, it wasn't working for me. Sometimes we're like the auto mechanic with all the broke down <laughs> right. cars in his driveway. Yes. <laughs> it just happens. I right. don't know. No, totally. So a friend of mine, um, Alana Berlin, um, who I actually used to be her personal trainer and I was her health coach. Um, was health coaching for a program called Optivia. And I, um, I saw a Facebook story, and I saw that she had lost weight, and I called her and, like, just broke down. And I was just like, I'm the heaviest I've ever been. I feel terrible all the time. I, don't, I, I keep on trying to work out and keep on trying to do these things, and I just don't feel good, and I don't know what to do. And um, she was like – she told me about the program um, – it sounded really good. So I was like, I don't care. I didn't even like, I wasn't even full on listening, to be honest. I was like, whatever, just fix me. Like, right, that's right. really what I needed. Um, you know, because I was, I was definitely, um, like, I hit my rock bottom, right? Like, everyone's rock bottoms are very different. Mine was a, a food, a food, not taking care of myself, 
in a codependent relationship to sickness that I had. And, um, you know, and, and she helped me. And so in 2018, um, I started using the Optivia products, which is, um, was made by a doctor and she was health coaching me on it. And I, and I was on the program for about three months and I like, I'm embarrassed to say how much I weighed. I was close to 200 pounds. And I want to know what are the Optivia products? Are they, pow- are they like protein bars? Is okay. it, is it a whole meal system? What so, is it? Okay. So Optivia is, um, they're fuelings. Um, but it's like it's more than just the food. It's also a mindset program. So um, there's a book that we use called the Life Book. So you work within this Life Book, and you um, there's different things within it. So like right now I'm I happen to be on 18, and it's all about movement. And so I'm working a lot with clients about movement and the importance of movement. But there's like it's it's also like you need to know your why. Like, why, why do you want to lose weight? Why, why do you want to be where you, wherever you want to be? Because it's not just about uh, the food. It's also about, like, you know, there's financial independence that you can get from this program. There's mental, you know, the mental part of the program is, like, amazing. So um, the food, though, is it could be anything from a bar to a shake to, um, like, the fuelings can be, like, macaroni and cheese, which I know sounds weird, but they have... They have um, all the nutrients and vitamins that you need within it to um, to make it that it, it works for your body. So, um, like, there's different programs to be like we have a diabetic program, a nursing mothers program. Cool. Um, so it was it was a little bit more all encompassing. Um, but the thing I wanted to say was, and I feel bad, I'll t- say this: I stopped the program because I was like, I got this now. Like, I got to like. <laughs> I like lost like 30, like 30, 35 pounds. And I was like, I got this. It's like the alcoholic is like, I don't have to go to meetings, man. Right. I'm good. Oh my God. It totally, that is so funny. Cause that's totally what I equate it to. Cause you know, like I am a proud member of Al-Anon, you know, like I know that I got stuff. And like, I was like, this is just like me not going to a meeting after like a year of me not doing it. And I would fluctuate between the five pounds. I did not gain all the weight back, but I called Alana again in June and I was like, I'm trying all this stuff. Everything I'm doing is not working. I see that you're, like, still doing great. What are you doing? And she totally, like, hooked me up again. And start. we started doing the program again. And I did the program different this time because my workouts are so much more intense than where I was when I started a few years ago. And, like, immediately as soon as I, like, locked in, I was like, I need to be a coach. And so um, that was the beginning of June. And I started at the end of June coaching. And... Um, oftentimes we talk about like my business because she's actually, so now she mentors me as a business coach, which is super cool. So you have business coaches, you know, then like I'm a health coach. And when I, if I have people who want to work under me, I would be their business coach. So there's like, there's, it's a really fantastic system, how it works. So like we have a coach call once a week where she asks me my plans and like what I'm doing and everything is really intentional. And I, have found that my business has grown um, really because like the first month I was like so focused on getting my dad healthy that I wasn't really thinking about anyone else but then I was like I need to focus on my business so from the middle of um, July until like this week I have gained like 14 clients which is awesome Um, and all of them are doing really well and like really getting things out of it like my dad um my dad's a heart patient, and he's in his 70s, and 
he is going through cancer treatment and still he was over 300 pounds when we started sorry again dad um, <laughs> <laughs> she see me out here he was over but now he's in it's been like eight weeks he's in the 250s and i don't think really? he's yeah i don't think he's seen the 250s in a really long time and you know like he's a person who if he's 220 and he stays 220 solid but like i have like I can talk to clients and be like, tell me what you want, and I will help you make that happen. And I talk to them daily. I send them recipes. I do all different kinds of things. I ask them. Their, their biggest thing is, like, what is your why? Why do you want to do this? If your why is just because you want to lose weight for vacation, this isn't the right thing for you. I was going to say, you know, you said that earlier. What is your why? And I actually did a video, a YouTube video about that. Uh, because that's such an important question to ask yourself for anything you're doing. No matter what you're doing, you have to know your why. You know, and r- no matter what it is, if it, if your why is you're starting this business because you want to buy a Porsche, just be honest about it. Right. I want the Porsche. That's why I'm starting this. This is my drive. You know, whatever it is, just be honest about it. Yeah, and that was totally the thing when um, I was working with Alana and her coach uh, Melinda, like. They asked me what my why was to start the business, and I said, I don't want to have student loans anymore. Like, I figured it was going to be a pimp in Vespa. but <laughs> I wish. I wish that was my why. But no, like I, I don't want to be, feel like financially strapped because I will say since I've gotten divorced, it's been really hard. You know, having my own house and you know, teaching, as, as great as teaching is, I don't make a ton of money. I was so. going to say, that's one of the professions. You have to love it because you're not going to be right. s- stacking a, a bunch of money. Right. And so, you know, and as I told you before the show started, I've been working on my third master's degree in counseling. And I have a lot of student loans now. And I have two, my two boys are in college. So my why was really to get out of, like, this financial dependency of really the government paying for my my school so like so for this semester was the first semester that I was just like here you go and I just paid it and I know that might not seem like a lot to some people but it's it's a lot for me and um knowing that um I should be able to have my student loans paid off much faster than if I wasn't doing this is huge I'm totally like I yes I want to make good money. I'm not going to lie. But, like, I am not in the health business also to be, like, raking in the bucks. Like, I really want people to be healthy because I know how hard it is and how horrible it feels to, like, live a life of unhealthiness and just mentally being mentally unhealthy but also that physical piece because you can't, like, you can't get it. It's kind of like a a marriage of all these things, like, melded together. If you – don't feel good, you're not going to be in a good mental place, and you can't get into a good financial place. I was going to say exactly that. You know, with your story, I mean, it resonates with, I'm sure, with thousands of you out there that uh, it's a combination of things. It's, you know, if you're not feeling good, you're not going to want to work out, you're not going to want to eat right, and the chips or the Doritos look better, and it's more convenient, and then you don't feel good still, and, and so as you start feeling better and you see results then all of a sudden that helps boost the drive and and the why is so important yeah and right now it might be student loans but once you get that done then it might be a new zip code who knows what that would be no 100 percent. like you know it's it's paying off my student loans so i can get out of i want to get out of the debt that i have created for myself and i'm aware that that i've made this own debt like i didn't need a third master's degree um 
so like I've created this debt. I want to be out of that. And then once I do that, just being able to save so I can actually enjoy retirement mm-hmm. or enjoy life where I'm not stressed all the time about, you know, like money and where it's coming from and how I'm doing it. But also like the help, like helping people is so great. Like, like whenever I personal train people and like, that was a great workout. I don't feel good. I mean, I feel good. I'm glad they liked it, but I feel good for them because I know that they're, they, they started their day right or they're ending their day right. Or when I, I have a client who's like, man, I have not felt this good in a long time or I haven't seen this in, since, you know, four in four years. And like knowing that they're feeling better is is like gold. So I'm so grateful that I'm able to, to do this. And I, you know, like I know that like when we were talking about like I'm like I was so searching because like, I was like, I'm going to get this degree and I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. But really what I think I was always meant to do was personal train and coach health coach people like I really think like that was what I was meant to do and help people if they have like distorted eating or things like that like that's my passion that's what I love well and you've lived it and I've lived it and I think that's what makes the biggest difference is when people I have found when I can give them examples from my life and be like listen I'm not telling you what to do I'm just giving you a suggestion that's worked for me right that goes a lot further than somebody sitting there reading from a book who's never experienced any of it. Yes. If it's, you know, I say living in the gutter a lot, but if it's living in the gutter on top of the mountain, if it's being, you know, 40,000 pounds or if it's being too skinny. Right. If you've experienced it, then that person is like, whoa, like you've been there, huh? Yeah. You know, and, and it helps that connection even more. Yeah, I agree. And, um, you know, that that's what motivated me and what pushed me to want to do this because, I was so in like and this is talking about like in 2009 I was so unhappy with these trainers that were telling me what to do who've never had to do what I had to do and I know like at Franklin um, I'm actually going to be working with them again within their weight loss program because our weight loss program kind of fizzled out once I left I know that I can build that program again because unless you know it and have lived it and know like it's like this choice between eating Oreos. <laughs> Which are great. Which are delicious. Not saying they're it's bad, but you know, like the, like there's choices. If you've never been like, I'm gonna eat an entire box of Oreos and not like not being mindful about it, like most people don't get that who are in the fitness world. They're in the fitness world because they were athletes or they were good at this or they were you know what I mean? Like or whatever, whatever they wanted a certain aesthetic, so they wanted to do that. And I'm not gonna lie, I totally want the aesthetic, but like, I know what it's like to think, I can't have one cookie, because that means I will eat an entire plate of cookies. <laughs> it's it, you know, I it, it's so it's it's addiction. That's it what we're is. talking about. You know, I mean, people wouldn't understand. And Amy and I talked about it a couple of weeks ago, and, and she's like, I can't even believe, but at the end of the night, I'd be going around, I'm like, how can somebody even leave a half a glass of beer there? Like, what are they thinking? Like, what what planet are they from? You know, you drink it to the bottom. But uh, I understand that. Yeah. I understand that. And I think, uh, again, because because you've lived it, 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 it helps um, that authentic, authenticity that you can't teach and you can't fake right. is there all the time. But already we're coming down to the last minute and a half. 
it, it's crazy how how it goes so quick because we didn't even touch on it the clothing line and all that stuff but i want to um give our our viewers an opportunity uh, how do they reach you so I think always the best way to reach me is probably Facebook or Instagram. Um, my Facebook is just my name, Sarah Koretsky. Should I spell it? Like, I don't even know. <laughs> it's on the show, okay. and we'll put some links up. All right, cool. And, and my Instagram. Um, not Even if you're not interested in, in doing the Optavia program, um, I'm always trying to give, like, healthy tips, or I'm, like, I talk about my product process like I try to live authentically every week I do a Facebook live every week um, talking about my progress and what I'm trying to work on because I still have goals and things I want to get done so those are the best ways um, my email you can always email me um, it's my name uh, Sarah at sarahkoretsky.com so like those are all good ways to get a hold of me all right well thank you Sarah I'm thank sure you. we're gonna we're gonna do this again okay like, cool. I, I mean we we there's so much to cover so much to cover but thank you so much and thank you guys man every show Every single show, I walk out fired up. Like it's it's awesome and it's it's a it's an honor to be here with you. So, just thank you guys, man. Make sure to share this with everybody all over the planet. Let's make positivity go viral. And uh, I just can't thank you enough. So make sure to tune in, check out the library, do all that kind of good stuff. Check out what Sarah's doing. Make sure to friend her on Facebook. Free content all the time. And if it works for you, you know, reach out. Maybe she can be your coach. So. I just want to thank you all, man. That's Sarah Kuretsky. She did it again. I do it every time. I'm Gerald Valley, and this is The Drop-In.